Oh, Joey, I got a question for you then. Yep. Should Bobby Boucher be allowed to play in the Gator Bowl? <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. Hell yeah, he should. Of course he should. He's a dual threat. Bobby Boucher and Captain Insano. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 11 of The Four Dorksmen. I'm Collector Clint. This is Joey, a.k.a. Beep Squatch. This is Nate, a.k.a. Angry Nate. This is Ryan, Asian Tony Stark. And for the second week in a row, we have a special guest joining us. Please introduce yourself, sir. Hi, yes, I'm uh, Damien. Um, Also, I work with Clint on Geek Together. Which is an awesome podcast. Thank you for joining us, sir. We look forward to... I I, I don't know if it's awesome, but it's fun. We enjoy listening. Anyway, <laughs> I, yeah, I we recorded last night. I enjoyed it, so it's best way to spend a Saturday night. I have fun doing it, and so that's all that matters to me. So. And that's why we're doing this too. We we yep. totally get it. We we I think we're all with you on that. But thank you for joining us. Um, we're gonna get really in deep to some collecting ideas, stories, etc. With Damien here in a little bit. But first, some housekeeping. Follow us at the underscore Dorksman on Twitter and Instagram, along with Dorksman at gmail.com If you feel like reaching out to us. If you're going to interact with us, please do so on SoundCloud during our podcast. We'll respond when we get to it, along with our hashtag AskTheDorksman, which brings us to our first section of Ask the Dorksman. We need like a little theme song or something to go along with that. But anyway, uh, please keep sending in questions. You guys actually tore it up last week. We really appreciate it. They are all in the queue. We will get to them. We just might not get to them right away, but we're looking forward to answering them because they were all great. But we do have two questions lined up. We're going to go with uh, a first one here from Manny at Night Bodega on hey, Twitter. Manny. Shout out to Manny. Yes. Are you the type of person who likes frozen candy and or treats that normally do not require freezing? Um, and then the second part is, and he says, such as M&Ms, Snickers, etc. Second part of the question is, why? What is satisfaction in doing that? And because I don't want Nate stealing Joey's answer, I'm going to let Joey go first. <laughs> well, maybe Joey should get his own answers instead of stealing my answers. That's right. That's right. Your answers are just so good. I can't keep keep. And we'll go we'll go own. tallest to shortest. And Damien, I know you're taller than me. So, okay. Um, so I, I don't like specifically put stuff in the freezer uh, to get it cold. I have had different kind of candy bars from out of the freezer. Like, um, I've had Heath bars or score bars, which are like toffee mm. bars. Um, those are pretty good cold. I've heard people talking about, uh, freezing Skittles before. Really? Uh, something about like the way it pops or something when you bite into them. I've never actually tried it myself. Uh, but that's about it on my end as far as chocolate's concerned or any kind of stuff going in the freezer. that's not supposed to be excellent. I, I, I got to try Skittles. I have never heard of that. There, I, that would be weird. I think that'd be strange. That was, uh, I mean, that sounds like a challenge to me, but it, uh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Very good. Was that your answer, Nate? What? Was that, that your I answer? <laughs> yeah. No, Skittles are weird. No, I love Skittles, but uh, yeah, putting Skittles in the fridge would seems kind of weird to me because they're like, they're not hard to eat because they're just naturally kind of hard and chewy already to make them cold and more difficult to eat. Why would you put that on yourself? Especially if they've been like old and yeah. And the, yeah, yeah, I'm with you anyway. Like a jawbreaker. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like for me, candy bars, like I, yeah, I, I won't go out of the way to put a candy bar in the fridge, but if it starts to melt, yeah, I'll put it back in the fridge and I'll, I'll eat it cold. There's no, there's no shame in that. I'm going to keep that chocolate bar as solid as I can. Cause I don't want to waste it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but, um, what I do like to do though, the you know those one bite brownies, those like small brownies. 
I love putting those in the fridge. Oh, they, yeah, I could see so, that being good. Yeah. Well, try that. A little bit of ice cream. It's really great. That sounds sounds like a winner to me, sir. Damien, how about you, buddy? Well, um, I haven't thought about it, to be honest with you. Um, I don't, I'm not against any form of chocolate bar, usually. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't. I haven't, purpose- I, I, haven't, I haven't purposefully uh, configured it to be cold or warm or hot. You know, I mean, I guess I don't like it when it's left in the car and it melts into a puddle. So, yeah, you throw <laughs> it in the fridge. Um, stuff like that. I've seen chocolate end up everywhere in this house, you know, with five oh, children. Good. So you can yeah. imagine what happens there. Um, I have had, uh, you know, a lot of frozen, I wouldn't say Reese's peanut butter cups, but peanut butter cups. My brother and I own a chocolate company in Pittsburgh. Owned is and you don't own it anymore. No, own. Oh, he's still own. Yeah. No. So he runs it. It's called Sidful Sweets. Um, he's the person uh, that made the tiny ghost chocolates for the Emerald City party. Oh. Oh, that's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. 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 So I've had a lot of different things from him because he actually makes it. And so I'll, when I visit him or whatever, then he'll say, hey, here's a frozen one here. But again, for me, I have zero preference. I, I'm an equal opportunist. I treat all chocolate with love. You know, that's the way I am. Then you, you're the other person who should be owning a chocolate factory if you love chocolate. <laughs> it it, it kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, I just kind of invested in him, not the chocolate. You know, well, I figured. He's a hard but, worker, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a sweet reward, if you will. Okay, got my pun yeah. in. We're good. Um, <laughs> I just got this whole Willy Wonka kind of vibe. I'm yeah. imagining Damien in a top hat and a, <laughs> a velour jacket with a cane just dancing <laughs> no, no, around. No. Imagine, imagine my brother. Imagine someone who's like six foot five and tattooed everywhere, <laughs> like Joey. Except Make, a little shorter. Except yeah, no man. tattoos at and all. Also, no tattoos at all yet. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. Do you yeah. know Joey? By the way, I just wondering. <laughs> um, but right, yeah, so all, six foot five. They all tat- know each other. Full <laughs> sleeves, and he owns a chocolate company. You know, um, and he's there making baked goods and chocolate, and uh, he loves it. You know, he he's probably the nicest away. guy in the world too, isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's great. Awesome. That's a good, I, that's a, I learned something new. I'm excited. I'm about to kiss up to you even more now. I'm actually surprised <laughs> no one has said thin mints from the Girl Scouts, throwing those in the freezer. I am a big it. fan of that. Never you never tried, tried, tried it? Tried no, never tried it's it. It's so. really good. It gives like, um, like a crisp, refreshing taste to them. Like they're good on their own. I'm with Damien. Chocolate, I, I, chocolate. I, I've had, I've had them. I've had them given to me again. I probably would fall for drug candy because someone would hand it to me and say try this <laughs> try living uh, in colorado all right yeah. someone gives you a brownie you look the other way immediately uh you brought that on yourself clint we didn't I, say I it beat today, you guys, but... i beat you guys to it that's yeah. all drugs are expensive so if someone's that's... giving you drugs in your candy you you accept that well, gracefully yeah, i have clint to... meant look the other way for the cops and then take the brownie and move on about your business. <laughs> take the whole tray right I have to laugh because in Colorado, every year around this time, because we're getting close to Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving to Halloween. Halloween. Sorry, Canadian Thanksgiving was last week. Yep. They always talk about be careful of your your kids getting drug candy because uh, edibles look so much like regular candy. And I think to myself, first of all, who is the idiot who's spending all this money to give kids drugs? Because they're not exactly cheap. You know, edibles are very expensive. And the for, second for, part, forget the moral part. But yeah, right. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing. Like, who who has no morals but that kind of money? I mean, okay, there's politicians out there, but still, it'd be wow. crazy to do that. We have a whole government, right? <laughs> but I want to know who that. First of all, if that was happening. I want to know who it is. And secondly, as soon as the adults find out, they would be sending their kids multiple times to those <laughs> oh, houses. The same kid would be going up four times, like changing one aspect of their costume. So it's funny. Uh, 
not to interrupt, but when we were at the Funko Hundo um, uh, taping, I don't know if Clint, you had an opportunity to give somebody tickets to that or not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but when I was there, uh, Christine and I made um, basically Rice Krispie treats, but out of Funkos. We had a bunch of Funko cereal, mm-hmm. and we made like 150 individually packaged uh, Rice Krispie squares, but okay, Funkos squares, and we're handing them out in line. We wrapped them up. We put little stickers of the cereal that they represented, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we were giving them out. We didn't even think about it. And then somebody came back, their kid grabbed one. They came to me and they said, hey, uh, sir, uh, is there anything in these? Like, we should be careful. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, and I didn't even know how to respond. And, and right. I remember telling them, like, no. And then secondly, I was like, who goes to a Funko Funcast taping and hands out least cereal yeah. bars and i was like i don't know there's i was like well depending on your feelings of funkos you know right <laughs> how they are uh you know you may be uh uh morally opposed but it's just cereal butter and marshmallows well especially with the community the yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. i know these guys they've been all over the boards they're all yeah. over everything but they're gonna hand out drugged candy yeah that'd yeah. be great that'd be a quick way to the end yeah, I mean, come on now. <laughs> anyway, um, to go back to the original answer, I said I said frozen uh, Thin Mints, but the one that really I love is Frozen Ding Dongs by Hostess, especially <laughs> the old ones. Um, that could be the title you of the podcast frozen, if you want. Frozen yeah, Ding Dongs? Not Frozen Ding Dongs there. Sorry, but that's what they called them. I had Write nothing to do with Hostess me. naming. Yeah, no. I, Write it down. Yeah, frozen yeah, Ding Dongs. Frozen Ding Dongs. But um, they <laughs> are delicious. Attention too. Um, exactly like the brownie, uh, the brownie <laughs> thing, right? What, what sat right up. What? He's like, what? Like, a ding dong? Frozen yeah, even. Ooh. <laughs> but anyway, as Nate mentioned, it's like the brownie bites. It just gives them a little something extra. A little right. cream gets really cool. And, it, you know, especially on a hot summer day. So <laughs> Jesus. putting those frozen ding dong in your mouth is refreshing. I hear myself totally and I'm liking, <laughs> I'm enjoying you guys laughing at it. So the cream from the ding dongs is delicious. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Especially on a on a hot summer on day. On a hot Clint. summer day. Oh yes. no. Oh no. <laughs> I, I'm just making sure you guys are listening. That's all. Moving on. With all that said, Ryan, right. it's your turn. All right, follow that. Yeah, I was just gonna say, how do you follow that? Uh, I'm not a warm big ding fan. Dogs? Well, <laughs> speaking of drugs, two ding dongs at a time. Two more. Two hot I'll eat a whole box of ding dongs. <laughs> how about some pixie sticks? Huh? You need something to go with that edible, something to liven you up. That's interesting. Yeah. Snorting pixie sticks. Hey, if that's your thing, you need yeah, a quick pick me up, you, right? do it. Yeah, I, well, that might it might hurt more than you think, Nate. Yeah, no, I'm sure it would. It might hurt How about that for a think. challenge? The dork's been sniffing pixie sticks. Yeah, no, we do the, we do not condone that, ladies and gentlemen. But as far as me, I'm just going to go with the simple answer and say Snickers. Yeah. I Snickers could, I is could always good. Yeah. Because you guys already took Reese's peanut butter cups or peanut butter cups in general so that's the so next best thing for me so there you go manny it's more that you know it's fun to do sometimes or to, you know put it instead of eating chocolate soup we might do it but otherwise it's not something we commonly do to answer your question thank you for the question manny our second one comes from aok20 on twitter our friend kelly shout out to kelly shout out to kelly uh this is going to kind of go with our topic have you ever had a pop or box get destroyed what happened and this one's open. Whoever wants to answer first with the story that comes in their mind. I'm sure we've all had. I have we've, all, we've all had things shipped from Amazon. So I'm sure we've all had that. But at the same time, um, any particular story sticking out in your well, head? I, I have a pretty funny story. Um, they start out. About, about this. Uh, so I've been, I've been collecting for a long time. And so a while back, I was uh, 
I borrowed a friend's pink ranger and he had it in a pop protector and all that kind of stuff. And Robbie still asked me about this to this day. So I had it uh, because I was trying to compare it to another one I had. And I think at the time it was, I don't know, $150 PPG. I don't, I don't know what it was, but I put it in the, we went to the movies. I put it in the car. I didn't want to leave it on the seat because you know, I don't want anybody to see it because I assume everybody knows that a pink Power Ranger <laughs> pops worth a lot of money. So <laughs> it only takes break, one person. Yeah. They'll break the window and go in. I mean, of course, right? So I put it down on the floor. So I get back from the movie. Oh, I, I get I get in. I go right into the car and squoosh. Oh. oh, no. oh. That is not so, a happy sound. So strong with a pop protector. Just destroyed it. Oh, oh. So you can imagine it wasn't mine, right? So it's even worse. Right. So then I had to get it back to him, I think the next day. And so I remember uh, looking it up and finding around. So long story short, I ended up having to buy another Pink Ranger. And I still own a uh, damaged box oh. Pink Ranger. That's a really <laughs> bad box. Oh, as, an, wow. a, as, an exam, as an example, I have it up on top of my, uh, my shelves over there. You looking at it right now? No, no. It's no. in the other room. Okay. It's always not, members. I mean, besides, I mean, I look. I've had a ton of damage boxes from shipping or stupid mistakes of dropping or whatever, you know. But or you know, you know, don't order. I'll tell you this: don't order. Living with a customizer, don't order pops and Super Sculpey at the same time from Amazon because they put them in the same box and Super Sculpey weighs a lot more. Mm. Yeah, crush <laughs> it. Know. So, yeah, yeah we've, so. we've had the whole Amazon discussion on this podcast before, so we totally understand. Yep. Well, ouch. I'm, I'm not going to lie. That hurt, like, physically hurt just hearing that. So I don't <laughs> – I'm hurting a little as I come up with my next uh, answer. So if anybody else has one, please share. Yeah, I'll go next. It was probably my most recent one. I ordered oh. the um, Huck and um, uh, Freddy uh, two-pack yeah. from the Huck show. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I still don't know what it is. They're not pops. They're not, like, the – They're just vinyl. They're, they're the vinyls. Vinyls. Yeah. 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 They're, a, they're a new vinyl, yeah. Right. So anyway, so uh, that was a limited 3,000 piece. Got that in, and uh, I'm in box, and I, I, I just like displaying in box, not so much for retaining value, but more. I also appreciate the artwork of the box itself, uh, and that box was definitely uh, pretty interesting uh, as far as the artwork on its concern, and it's got the 3,000 sticker, whatever. But the uh, box itself had some damage to it. Uh, some some creases, some uh, rips, uh, just overall, just a lot of little stuff, but it added up. So I emailed them. They said, yeah, just send us some pictures. And they're like really cool about it. And they're like, yeah, we'll send you a replacement box. And so the replacement box came in. Uh, but the box that came in, the replacement had a sticker on it, but it was a just a regular plain old Funko Shop sticker on oh, it. Oh, right. And not the LE3000. So I still have not done the uh, sticker replacement on it yet, but uh, that's my most recent uh box issue and i thought funko handled that uh pretty well so let me ask you joy when you sent that in first of all shout out to Pow i think it's powered by funko as our customer service and and they've done great work did they tell you uh and you, this is just a yes or no question did they tell you we usually don't do it but we'll do it this time uh i don't remember them saying that in fact okay. they were they were very apologetic about nice. the fact that the box was was damaged they were like yeah this is not something we you know want to put out there as far as a product and you know we apologize and you know hopefully this uh replacement will you know um 
you know, make, make up for, you know, for the bad product that you received. That's awesome. And I know we've talked about it before with actually the segment, but Funko's, yeah, they've always been great on replacing that, especially since I understand inbox collecting. So I'm glad a resolution was there. That's only because they have plenty of them. Well, that might be, but who cares? You know, they'll do it. Who cares? You know, as long well, as they do it. That, but something that sells out and they don't have boxes and they'll use the other line. But I mean, it makes sense because they just don't have them. Right, yep. right. Yep. Yeah. And I think I, that's what it comes down to. I think if they've got them laying around and they can send yeah. them, they can. And I wonder, like, the whole thing with the box that just came in that's got the regular Funko Shop sticker on it. I'm wondering if they've. I don't know if learn their lesson is the right phrase to use, but I'm wondering if they've started for some of the limited stuff. I wonder if they've started printing extra boxes just to keep those on hand for situations like that. I think some of them that actually shipped, I remember when this, these happened that they, some of them had one sticker and some of them had the other one. Doesn't no, change I, the count, but I think I saw both initially. I know for a fact that people that get cost, they get exclusives, their own exclusive, they can get extra boxes in the beginning in earlier mm. runs for those types of things because it does happen. I think that's a request. And so it's easy to do up front, but there is a limit. Gotcha. Okay. Well, very good. I'm Anyway, shout out to Powered by Funko for resolving that. Nate, Ryan, you got one yet? Yeah. So not this past SDCC, but the one before um, last year is when I did this to myself. So I went and bought a bunch of stuff and I bought way too much stuff. It was my first Comic-Con or my first SDCC. So my suitcase is like packed full. I'm wrapping all my stuff up in leftover clothes that I didn't wear or just like generally just trying to pack everything as best I can. So I brought an extra duffel bag. I'm like, okay, this will be fine. I'll just put it in my carry-on. I can stack stuff in there. They've, I've got like the thin protectors. It's going to be in the uh, overhead bin. Shouldn't be a problem, right? Wrong. <laughs> get, get home, open up my bag. And I, it was like I put... A bunch of other vinyls in there that were like um, like Kid Robot stuff. So that was fine because I take those out of the box. But I had the two bait exclusives from last year, the Bruce Lee. And I had that in my duffel bag. And the boxes were just mangled. And it was just oh. no other one's fault but myself. But I literally, like, I took the duffel bag. I put it in the overhead bin. There was nothing else in there. And then someone else, I guess, put a suitcase in there. And it just, like, shifted around in the flight. And I was like, that was stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. So no one to blame but myself. That's oh. a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we've all done something like that too. Ryan, you got one or you want me to go? Uh, well, mine was actually a purchase I made on, I think it was either eBay or Amazon. I had bought a regular Beast Pop. You know, I didn't, oh, I wasn't able to get the general Marvel. release. Yeah. Marvel. Yeah. The guy didn't put it in any kind of bubble wrap, nothing, but he put mm-hmm. it in an oversized box. So that was bad enough. The box looked like, somebody dropped a bowling ball on it when I got it. Oh, yeah. So not, not only was the box damaged, the pop was damaged. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had never seen that before. And I would love yeah, to show right. you guys, but I threw it out. I that's filed right. a claim and I told him, yeah, this mangled box is what I got. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I had a purchase I made through Macari. Uh, one of my, I guess grails. I mean, it really wasn't much that much. What I was trying to collect the Napoleon Dynamite line, and I bought a Napoleon Dynamite pop uh, from somebody off of Macari, and the box was all jacked up. And of course, the pictures he took didn't show off the very obvious box damage to it, and uh-huh. that ended up being a back and forth with 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 him and Macari and all that. Needless to say, I have a Napoleon Dynamite box that I went to do a window replacement on, and he's just windowless because I never got another window to put in the box. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. Let me tell you, it's nice being uh, married to Christina because any of those types of things <laughs> just get taken care of magically. I leave like, hey, this is a bad. Give me a new window. Done. <laughs> well, well, shout out to awesome. her then. That's and awesome. Sticker, and sticker swapping and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no problems. So I, I've had actually similar stories as all you guys. I've had some Funko things and they've replaced it. I don't think they've ever said no, which is nice. Um, in fact, that, I think the times they said they send me a, they'll send me a box in and be sending me a whole new pop. <laughs> so I've had duplicates on some of them. Uh, I've had definitely eBay stories. I had one college kid send me. It was Portal Gun Rick, which was, which was an exclusive from Hot Topic. And it just got screwed up in mailing. Same thing. He didn't know what he was doing. And I'm like, dude, this is an unacceptable. He's like, well, I can't give you your money back. I'm like, you want to uh, bet on that? Yes, you, <laughs> you, you want to bet? And he's like, I'm so broke and I'm in college. And I'm like, I'd let it go. I'm softy. I, I wouldn't do that uh, now. But. Mean, meanwhile, he's not in college. And he's no, like, I mean, I'm some rich. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't you know. Middle I wasn't. Man. And I, the thing is, it's probably cheaper to buy it now than it was then anyway. But I, I did that. Like, I, I would have been like, I don't feel bad because if this $13 for Portal Rick, whatever it is. is yeah. Break it, then yeah, I mean, it, yeah. right. I mean, it is what it is. At least I'm complete, I guess. One thing that's sticking out to me, and it, this was from this year's San Diego Comic-Con. And I this is my mistake as I was packing. This is very similar to Nate's story. And I put my social media Freddy in the sorter that came with our golden Tiki Freddies. And then I put it in my backpack. And then I zipped up my backpack as tight as can be, and I creased oh. the box. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, oh. it hurt. And the funny oh. thing is, I had another one because I sent that on to, I think that one was Manny. And I thought about, well, maybe I should just switch them. And I'm like, no, that'd be oh. immoral. <laughs> so <I didn't>. oh. <laughs> Manny got the one that was given to me. So that kept that trade there. going. Uh, well, I didn't do it. I'm trying to praise myself and yeah. trying to give myself credit with my ethics. But it was a tough decision. So, so speaking of... Uh, ethics or whatever uh, so those of you that are and i'm an i'm a i'm a hybrid collector i have a lot of things out of box i have some things in box i very rarely sell things i mean maybe to you guys or you know pick up things for people and send them on but here but as an inbox collector do you care if it's been opened before no as no. long as it was carefully put back okay. in yeah. because i travel you know i fly to new york or other cons all the time and the way that i get 100 percent of my box and i haven't had any damage on any pops from a con since i've done this is i take them all out of box i flatten the boxes i put them between cardboard i tape the cardboard shut real tight mm -hmm. so there's no movement of i put it at the bottom of the suitcase like against the back rails and then i wrap all the pops in you know the clean undergarments <laughs> <laughs> it's like he listens to our podcast that was smart i, I have i have yeah yeah, yeah. So, I, I was listening to you guys and it was like that's exactly uh um how i do it and it's been perfect ever since mm -hmm. nice the only thing i would care about with that and I, I know you and i have talked about this is if they're taped at all because i know there's mm -hmm. some like uh I, was like that like Kodos? yeah with that packs, one's taped. six inch yeah. yeah but i've gotten pretty good at that because what you do is if you slightly push down on the top of the box, you can raise at the edge the the tape, mm -hmm. and then you could take a like a um, a nail file and just gently pull the tape up, and fold it down on the inside, and it won't stick. And then you could do it. There you go. That's why Damien's on the podcast right now. That was a pro, pro tip for all you guys listening out there. That was <laughs> Thank one you of the things that. I never tried to do, but the rest of it, what he does, yeah, I go up makes, very well prepared. Bubble wrap it makes a lot of sense. You know mm -hmm. what actually works really good too. I don't know if you use this, Damien, but painters tape. Oh yeah, yeah. The blue it stuff doesn't, it doesn't stick too hard. On yep. it. Yeah, you have you want to use that because if you inadvertently stick it, yeah, painters tape is right there. Yep. That's I always take up painters tape, bubble wrap. I take up post its because for the inserts, I label them with post its. They don't leave any residue. Yep. Everything yep. else does, even the painters tape will. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. We don't we don't label the inserts 
we just play puzzle maker when uh, we get home. We always leave the stands in the insert, so I have to figure that out. Ah, and, okay. and then uh, and then we just kind of stack them up as much as we can. I mean, we don't end up with duplicates usually, so it's like pretty easy to find where they go. And I don't get a ton of stuff because, again, you know, I don't win lotteries. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm working on the, we're on not, the good deeds of others. We're not like Clint. L is for lottery. We got it. L is for lottery. <laughs> yes, agreed. Excellent. Well, uh, thank you again, Manny and Kelly, for the wonderful questions. Uh, you know, I think that leads right into our collector's topic. You've already gotten some good pro tips and discussions, so we'll just keep that going. Um, Damien was fanatic of the week in like was it last November? Mm, yeah, Not somewhere there. around there. It was like it was like the November, end of the year November. last year, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I know there's a whole story there. I'd recommend you go back and read it. You can find it on Funko's blog, but we might do a little overlap with that. When did you start collecting Funko specifically, and what were mm. you collecting before that? So I've always been, I don't know what the right word is. I don't know if it's OCD, hoarder. <laughs> um, all of the above. I, I, all of the above. So I definitely think there's an addictive part of why I got into collecting in the first place, because it's not my tendency to want to be a completionist is not normal, <laughs> you know? Um, but uh, it's hard. To, I don't even know the year it's gotta be. I mean, it was back with the uh, kind of the original, like shortly after the original DC line was launched. Cause I sort of, and I had a hard time answering this in the question. Um, I think among my first pops was the loot crate Joker um, with the, the create the Batman Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of my first. Now it's not my first pop. That that's what triggered my collecting. I had pops here and there mm -hmm. um, before that. The uh, you know DC or Masters of the Universe, just because I was kind of drawn to it. And, it, and it, but it didn't click me collecting them. But I remember when I started collecting, like when I start when I started going to Hot Topics again as an adult, was uh, after I got the uh, Loot Crate Joker Batman. Well, I, don't, I don't remember what year that was. But then after that, it was like, it was it was stupid. <laughs> it, it, it was like it was like oh how many are there are these and then like oh and oh and then all of a sudden my but here's a funny story back then as a i i didn't start as an inbox collector hmm. so i tell you what i have some old masters of the universe i have some original marvel i have some original dc and they're all out of box because you know what i did i bought them took them out put them on my shelves and threw the boxes away sounds like nate with the biggie i did the Sounds exact same like thing it. yep exact same thing and i bought all those again since Ooh. wow that's awesome <laughs> and that's why you're hardcore that's it. <laughs> yeah. because i'm like oh man i like these boxes I'm yeah. and, and by I, the way I, how yeah. many uh how many flash chases do you have now i have 14 you still have 14 oh, wow. jesus yeah because i replaced the other one that i gave away how that many of those awesome are game. original DC Wave as opposed oh, to Oh, DC the... Wave? Um, I think uh, eight of them. With the original boxes? Yeah, with the yellow box, yeah. Yep. Yeah, That's... those are the good ones. Those yep. are my favorite ones. That's pretty rad, I'm not going to lie. It's awesome. Very very nice. All right, well, cool, cool. What, um, and, and you're, what, is, what is it you collect the most of Funko-wise? Like what fandom or character? Flash. I mean, Flash is my primary because hands down, it's easy. If there's any, they don't release a lot of them anymore, but definitely that would be the one. Let's put it this way. That's the only one that I have, not just the POS, but I go after that crazy hole of going after the Protos. And you have a number of them, I know. So, Yeah, I, I pretty much, I have all the ones that I've seen. 
There's only one Flash Proto I don't have, and nobody's seen it. I asked Nelson, I've asked everybody, and nobody's seen it outside. And I haven't asked, you know, our Funko friends, but well, nobody's one, seen this Proto. Which it's one is the, it? It's the Jim D- Lee Deluxe. So a fairly uh, recent one, right? Yeah. Okay. I have all the rest of them. I have multiples, a lot of them, the white and the colors. So that one, huh? Just I've never seen that one in pictures anywhere. No evidence. Um, because I get pretty aggressive on that, so I probably would know where it was. And <laughs> you have to be, I think. I'd be, I'd be making offers every couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen any of the Jim Lee protos anywhere? Yeah, I, I have, yeah. Okay. I, I've seen the Batman one and the Joker one. The Joker one was a prize, I think, a year ago at the Fugitive Party in New York. Um, or it was Emerald City. They kind of all blurred to me. But one of yeah. the Emerald Cities definitely had the uh, Joker Jim Lee scene. And I've seen the Batman one. So I know it exists. But it just hasn't surfaced somewhere. Speaking now, of speaking of those, have you to, started have you started ahead. seeing protos for like the uh, the pop towns? I have not really. I've seen a couple. I thought I was no, I haven't really. I haven't. I don't, I don't recall I seeing don't any. any. No, yeah, ditto. I mean, there's not that many. There's what like Ghostbusters. There's the SpongeBob we gave away last episode. There's well, Up now, but there's not that many of them either. Can you imagine that Up proto, the house? Right. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. It's a big proto. I know yeah. they. I know they have them for the movie moments, though. Yes. Like oh, definitely. I, yeah. I've definitely seen them. I mean, I've, Fugitive's given out a few of the movie moments. Um, I've seen them at Fun Days, the movie mm-hmm. moments. I've seen the ten inch. At, you know. Yeah. yeah, I've seen. They saw ten inch at Fun Days. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of those, but I have not seen the towns. Uh, maybe it's a different material. Maybe it's different. now. I have heard. You know, like, um, and I don't know how true it is or how pervasive it's going to end up being. But if you think about our friend Tanner and the Bat Boy, mm-hmm. yep, the proto for there is a 3D printed proto. Yep, mm-hmm. right. The so one right. he got at Fundies. So, so now, I mean, with technology, are they really going to have protos like they used to? I know it, this well, has been a heavy topic of, of discussion within the proto community. It has been. So yeah. they, they said that they got a massive 3D printer. I was talking to Reese a little bit about it at lunch. They have an awesome 3D printer now. So now they can take these 3D sculpts and just print them right there in the office. See how it That's turns out. Awesome. That's the colors. <laughs> That's so really are cool. they going to have protos the same way? Do they need one? Are they going to destroy them right away? So the proto market might be different. I don't know. Yeah. You might, we haven't heard of anything happening yet, though, right? No, no, because I mean, Funday still gave out a bunch of protos. Right, right. We haven't seen them dry up, but I just wonder: in a, sure. it, yeah. is it a generational thing? Like in two years, does it catch up? It's a good point. They, they have a ton of protos that haven't seen the light of day yet. Yeah, know. right. Like, I think so, it was back in like April or May. Some of my proto buddies. This was a heavy topic of discussion with them when they started hearing about the three D stuff. Mm-hmm. So, well, they, you know, what's funny is they stopped guess? giving away protos the to the extent they used to. You know what I mean? Like they used to give them away on like game streams or. Well, um, they don't have game streams. So well, right, but that. I'm just saying, like, they don't. <laughs> even before they stopped game streams, they stopped giving away the protos, and they've done that mm. with other things too. So, I mean, it already could be happening. But By the way, out, they still give out a photo of the day. They still fugitive has a ton of them. They still have yeah. a bunch for sale. You can Gemini's still buy them on Gemini. Stop getting them, really. Right. For the most part, um, Fun Days had a ton for everybody. One although, for at least fugitive, everybody. although the fugitive party in New York this year, they didn't have a single proto there except for the main prizes. They used to give out protos to the attendees. There you go. I mean, it's interesting. By the way, anybody listening who has no idea what we're talking about, a prototype pop is basically a mold before mass production that hasn't been painted. So it's usually, uh, you know, either the color of the vinyl or it's all one 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 color before they even do that. So heads up. But yeah, I'm not going to get too much into my opinion of what a proto is or isn't because there's some very serious proto community people out there. Mm-hmm. There are. I am not that. <laughs> I have two protos, so I'm definitely not in that market. I don't know. It's like a religion to some. 
It is. I, yeah. I, I'm thinking of, uh, like, I know Steve Anthony is just goes crazy for him. And, um, as a couple, yeah, a couple of people are just crazy about protos, which teach their own. That's, that's how collecting works. Right. So let them do that. But yeah, it's, uh, prototypes are, are crazy. Um, it's what a else sensitive I... world for some people. Oh yeah. 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 Very oh, yeah. sensitive I, world I, for some people. I, I, let's put it this way. I've been in a lot of communities in Funko and the only place that I've ever been to that it's gotten aggressive or personal or people have gotten like really like in personal battles and stuff is over protos yeah it's like it. almost like a measuring stick kind of contest with some of these guys <laughs> i think damien yeah. and i know a lot of the same people in this community i'm and sure some you of them, do. I mean, there's a lot of great people i'm just gonna put it like that first but on the opposite end of the stick there are some people that are not so great just like let's, put it, this, let's put it this way i'm not in a single proto group me either <laughs> Not a single one. It's probably for the best. Right, right. Yeah. But I still find what I need. Yeah. I guess you Yeah. Because you know the right people. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And they yeah. know you for the right reasons. Well, and, and yeah. you put in the work. And you've talked about that on Geek Together numerous times, how much work it takes to get some of these things. Not even just necessarily from a money or resource standpoint, but actually finding it. Well, the and, relationships, right? It's all about right, building. I mean, the thing about these, and then another thing that I collect are like the 1 in 24 pieces. Like, not the Freddy's, but there's a... Very specific lines, but I love the one in twenty-four Freddies. Not the carrot, not like the Venom and Big Boy, because I don't collect the character Freddies unless they're DC related. So I have like the White Lantern Superman one in twenty-four from a couple years ago. But those types of things, it's not even just about having money, because it's about somebody willing to sell it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. the pro protos are the same way. Like if I I know who I know who I'm up against where the Flash proto hits the scene. I know exactly who's bidding. I know who's going to try to buy it. I know what they have and what they don't have. So I know kind of like, oh, I don't need to be aggressive on that one because I already have it. So I know I can bid differently. Or I know that we're both after this. Like, for instance, um, this is kind of a funny story. Plastic Empire posted, I didn't even know because I wasn't, they posted on their Facebook page. And it was one I've been searching for forever. The, flat, the Justice League Flash um, proto from the Justice League movie. And I hadn't seen that proto at all for probably a year, and I've been looking for it forever. And finally, it surfaced. They had the color version of it. And it was kind of cool because it was a San Diego Comic-Con release with the uh, the disappearing version of Flash. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the proto had a translucent body with the speckles of gold in it and then a red head. Posted on Plastic Empire. I had three people PM me <laughs> out of the blue. Hey, here's the link to it. I get a hold of it. And I, I saw the price tag. And I didn't even negotiate. I just said, Don, what's your PayPal? Wow. <laughs> That's two awesome. set two seconds later, my beloved friend Ray Nepo tried to buy the same proto. He sent oh. me a message going, "You, how did you get so fast?" <laughs> he knew without oh, even Ray. Like, he knew oh, he, he knew it was, he knew it was me. Wow. He said, "You got it, didn't you?" Ray, wow. Ray, Ray. Yeah. So that kind of brings me to what one of my next questions: What is your most prized collectible, uh -huh. and why? I have a feeling it's not because you spent a lot of money on it. Oh man. That's hard. I, I know it's hard, and you know, you, you can give one or two. I'm sure, but I I can't say I have one most prized. I'll tell you, there's one my most prized part of my collection. Okay, I'll have a. Oh, it's tough too. You <laughs> <laughs> have a hard you time ready to dive into that, and then he's like, ah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. There's a close one and two, but I'll I'll say my number one. So my number one prize collection is probably the one to eighteen original DC set, and I'm and I'm talking like the. You know, like the Gemini Metallics, the Bobblehead Chases from mm -hmm. Target, um, 
like the whole, like I have the complete set of those, the, the hot topic employee exclusives, those things. Um, that collection is probably the one that I worked the hardest at. Um, the, like, for instance, it took me probably the longest to find the logo chase, the logo error, Batman chase was probably one of the hardest pieces for me to find logo error, Batman. Chase. So there's a chase, right? With a logo uh -huh. error. And there was, when, also, I don't know what that there, is. There's a logo error, Batman. And was so, the error uh, on the emblem it's, on his chest? Yeah, the emblem. Yeah, the error. emblem is yellow. It's it's yellow. It's an error. It was an error print. Gotcha. Okay. But they Thank also had a mind. chase, so it's a limited run to begin with, and then it's a one in thirty six chase. Wow. And that's that's really. I mean, chases now are one in six. So right. And then yeah. the same thing. It took probably the second longest it took me to get was the DC bobblehead set, because for a very short amount of time, Target had bobblehead versions of the DC pops. And so the whole main, the, the original line, Joker, Batman, Superman, you know, uh, Robin, Green, the Green Lantern. Those are the five. And then they also had a one in 36 chase. And so the rumor is there's less than 100 of the chases in existence. And okay. finding them in good quality after all these years in boxes, that was probably one of the most satisfying parts of my collection to finish. And it took a long time. And it, and it wasn't, and by the way, it wasn't about, Hey, I got money in search of. They were right. very specific collections, and it took a really good friend of mine finally deciding that when she wanted to sell, she messaged me and gave me first right. And it wasn't a negotiation, like this is the price. I have a list of people. Right. Mm -hmm. and, well, like you said and done, like you knew the value of it. Well, same thing. Like my original flash proto, like the original OG flash. Mm -hmm. That I knew exactly those were by the way, back then they had a lot less protos made. And I knew exactly every household those were in. Mm -hmm. And one good friend of mine had a red and white flash. Matter of fact, I only became friends with him because he was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, his name's Chuck, Chuck Laura. And he had all the DC protos. And this is when I first started collecting and first started getting in the forums. I'd be like, oh, man. And so I, I was just completely naive. I'm like, in search of flash proto. And I get the laughing emojis. Like I didn't get it. Like what's right. the joke? I just want to buy one. I, you know, I didn't understand how hard that was. It wasn't like. <laughs> and uh, and then what he would do is just randomly send me pictures of his flash proto. <laughs> <laughs> and and I and I was just like, good for you, good for you. And we started talking, and then but you know I built a relationship on that because we kind of joked back and forth, and I took it the right way. I mean, I think he wanted to be more of a troll than I let him because I don't, I don't care. Good for him. You know, I'm, you know, I'm happy he's got something nice. And I'm like, whatever. So finally, one day, he sent me a message. He goes, do you want the red one or the white one? Oh. Because he had both. And then he, he had two people that wanted him. And whatever one I didn't take, he was selling the other to the other person. Okay. Which one did you take? The red one. That's a good choice. Because I wanted his red for Flash. And, you know, that's what right. I wanted. I wanted both, but I could only get one. <laughs> you should have just said both. Like, yep, yeah, you know, I'm not, right, at that right, point, I'm not one. greedy, right? You know, I don't, yeah, <laughs> but that was that was another one that was tough to get. But I would say, my DC collection, if, if you put a gun to my head and said I can only keep one part of my collection, that would be it. But I couldn't pick one. But if I had to pick one pop, my favorite pop of all time is probably the Chase Flash. I love mm -hmm. if it's a good one with good paint job, I like the metallic red. Mm -hmm. I love oh, yeah. the I, I know that Funko, I know we get all caught up in how technology is taking them forward for the sculpts and everything like that, but I'm probably maybe one of the few. I love the old simplicity of them. Oh, the that's why I pose. fell in love with them. Yeah, yeah. I, I love them. There's not a lot of detail to them. They had a uniform look to them. I put them all in a line. They were awesome. Um, that's what drew me to them. And that's probably why I'm one of the few people that also liked orbs a lot. And uh, 
because of that simplicity. I'm yeah. not going to question the fact that the sculpts have gotten better. Yes, they have definitely technically gotten there. In fact, better sculpts, but I prefer the old kind of original um, pops. No, it all I stems am. back to nostalgia. Right. We even collect anything, right? So maybe if you think about it in that respect, nostalgia for Funko's pop line when it first started. I mean, I think that's why for me, I like the retros. Yeah. They're very simple. I mean, granted, yes, there are some different variations on the molds, but they all look pretty uniform. I agree. And that's why we, uh, Christina and I really love the, uh, the Freddies as well. It's kind of funny. I, I joke about my, uh, my collect my evolution of collecting like, Oh, okay. I'm gonna collect DC. I'm gonna collect Skeletor of course. Cause he's probably the most badass looking thing out there. And and then like, oh, Thundercats. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get everything, mm-hmm. right? You just like everything in nostalgia. And then I remember being that guy. Like, I could tell you, like, the story goes like this. Like, okay, Pops. Yeah, I get it. And then it was like, Freddy's. Who the hell likes Freddy's? Well, <laughs> I'm getting Freddy. <laughs> it's like, I don't understand Proto. Is that stupid? Well, there I am now. You know, it's like, one in 24. Who needs those? That's just hard. Well, <laughs> here we are. Yeah, you know, exactly. I get it. So what's your I opinion on um, Protos, Damien, as far as do you rather have the color or you rather have the all white? Um, that in itself uh, also is a big topic of discussion for proto collectors. So I'm kind of curious. That, that is personal preference. Yeah. Um, if I have the luxury of choosing, it's usually the color. But I'll say many times, it's whatever I'm presented with first. You know, it's that's yeah, what I go with. That makes sense. If you see my flash collection, I have some color. I have some, I have some white. Usually, if uh, time down the road I see a color or a white version of it, I'll buy the white version too. Mm-hmm. Um, but that—that's more of my personal problem because it's like you get these droughts of not being able to get, hunt anything or buy anything. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, it's so much fun to—it's so much fun to the hunt of it all. Mm-hmm. It used to be that way. Right now, everything's way too easy to get. I can pre-order my commons; they're on the shelves. Hot topic exclusives, whatever. I don't care if it goes online and falls offline every two days for a month they'll be there in two months it's not a big mm-hmm. deal mm-hmm. i don't care about that all the exclusives at the con whatever it's really easy to get it just takes money or time or whatever but these other pieces the hunt it used to be a hunt you used to like have to go to the store and find them you have to i don't know it's changed a lot though it's it we become way too accessible yeah and you know um and so now with those things like the white like oh you know what i'm gonna put a goal out there that i want that piece i have no idea where it is <laughs> i have no idea how much it's gonna cost because some of these pieces, like some people look at PPG, but it's wrong. Yeah, there's never right. been any sold, really. Right. And then so it's it's kind of the the satisfaction of finding them, like the Jim Lee Deluxe. Like, oh, I'll look, I'll pay attention, and when it comes up, then I'll have to work, but um, it'll be satisfying. It's almost as satisfying the the process of getting it is actually than owning it. I think you're exactly right on the head there of the nail. Chris Masi Campo, my pal from out here in Hawaii, he's Shout the exact Chris. same way. And he's a yeah. big MHA fan, um, big Rick and Morty fan. <laughs> so he goes through that process and he'll tell me like, oh, I'm starting to track this one down or I have a lead on this one. And the hunt yeah, is hate, what he likes. I'd hate to be collecting any anime protos. Oh. Yeah, because then you're going to have to fight with Ray. Well, yeah. He's not, had to yeah. <laughs> in a couple different occasions, especially and, and for I, MHA. And I already, I already go up head to head with him on Flash. But there's yeah. very few, you know, and I've done pretty well, I'll say. Let me also just say, though, he's I love well Ray. Too. Ray is a good oh, guy. I love Ray. He's a great guy. No, he's been I, able to help me with a few things, too. No, he's he's scooped me on things, and I'll message him and say, congratulations, <laughs> at, least went, at least it went to you. you know. And the same thing, when I got that flash, he's like, uh, at least it's with you. Yeah. I mean, he, he's tried to get that, because he has the 
entire DC proto line, original DC proto line. Oh, wow. It's insane. Like, I would love to have that collection. I haven't put it as a gold mine because we're talking thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm. I remember when they went on sale, Chuck had them all. He sold them all. And I added it up. I'm like, oh, I can't drop 20 grand. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You can't? You don't have just that laying around? I don't know. There's something about like a, you know, year of college maybe or, first, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, but it's an amazing collection. But guess what he's missing? The Flash. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Oh. We know. <laughs> and so when I got it, he's like, oh, let me know when you sell it. <laughs> like, well, let my Good wife luck. know in my estate sale, you know. <laughs> <laughs> reach out to her well, where, where were you when you had that question about our well you have to answer that for geek together because manny asked you that too about what you're going to do with your collection when you die i know that's on your queue but anyway i do have it on my queue yeah we will yeah. answer that question very uh wow luckily, um, luckily my wife knows exactly what it's worth <laughs> <laughs> your wife is very informed on uh what this yeah. this whole hobby is about i think i think you guys have all, i think you guys have all heard the joke by now it's like what's your biggest fear that you die and your wife sells it for every for for what you told her you spent on it oh like yeah Sally was saying. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, ouch. Well, yeah, don't, don't tell Michi how much I spent on my collection then. Mm-hmm. Your secret is safe with us broadcasting and you know. I think the yeah. best way I think the best way of doing it is you gotta have like a uh I think somebody one of my friends maybe it's one of you guys, I don't know if I was listening to or get get a friend that knows the deal and say, Okay, let them sell it out. Like me, I'll just mm. have Robbie sell it all for me. For my for well, Christina knows what they're worth, but it was Sully that said it. Oh yeah, Sully, yeah, it that's Sully. right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell my wife, but go ahead and contact this friend and he'll help you yeah. sell them all. <laughs> he'll help you. For, and get what it's worth. Truly worth. Yep. Truly worth. That's right. Don't go yeah. buy PPG. Nope. Nope. Don't right? do that. Well, or or, or, or yeah. a Funko app in this case now. Same right. thing. It's just an API calling on it. Oh, I know. Yeah. Sorry. It's funny. Today, We're today just being nerdy. The, you know, today in one of the groups, somebody's like, is there a. Uh, only thing I could find is eBay. This is the tiny ghost group. Somebody's asking about what they're worth. And somebody said, I just look at eBay pastels. They don't have a PPG. I was like, well, no, eBay pastels is exactly a PPG. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up oh. with a trend. Yep. Right, right. Well, and, and yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I know you talked about this on Geek Together when the Fun Days 24 Limited Freddies were out there and they were selling, and I use quotes, for 20 or what, like $5,000 each. You know, you can't you can't necessarily take that into account because who knows how fake or real that is. So well, totally. I think it, well, no, I mean, I think it's proven out that it's real. Well, right, but I'm just saying you still knew the precautions oh, ahead yeah. of time with that. I mean, the question we posed there was, and I'd I'd like to hear some of your guys' opinion on this. Actually, since we're talking collecting and value, and value's part of it, right? You know, Definitely. I think I made the joke all the time where people are like, I hate flippers. But here's my PPG. But here's my PPG. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, well, one doesn't exist without the other. Sorry. It's the uh, it's the uh, stuff that keeps the world running. But um, when these 1 in 24s from this San Diego, I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked. Now, don't get me wrong. The properties were popular. Marvel, ad icons, et cetera. But the 1 in 24 is coming out the gate at thousands. And even now holding their value at 4,000. I mean, that's what the Venom's going for. I've seen Big Boy selling for that much. Yeah, I'm seeing right. sales, not just on eBay, but on Facebook pages. What does that mean to the value of the one in 24s from the past? I mean, we talked about it before, but mm-hmm. surely that means, surely that means that some of those also are getting picked up. I would it say so. To. However, it to, right? it's like with your White Lantern, Flash, or Batman, rather. Superman. 
Was it? Yeah, I'm sorry. My Get fault. it right. My fault. I'm, I'm on the edibles today. Character. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not. It's your favorite character. You should know. Yeah, hey, Superman. hey, hey. You shut your mouth, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I got aggressive quickly. Yeah. Um. Basically, what I was going to say, though, Damien, is a lot of those end up in the hands of the rightful owners that really should have mm-hmm. them, that really appreciate them. So PPG's value for a lot of these older pieces, like I have a 1 in 96 Ghost Rider. It's not a 1 in 24. But as far as the quote-unquote rated value for it from back then, it should be actually a lot higher. It's just nobody sells them. And of course, you know, the right. API is going to start averaging stuff out. It starts dropping your value. and But I'm never going to sell mine. No, but I go to fun, I've been going to Fun Days every year for a while. Yeah. And the 1 in 24s, they come out the gate. I There used to be a price strike that you'd expect. Like, okay, 1200 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's about mm-hmm. what they would come out the gate with. But this year, what the heck happened where they're coming out at four or five grand? And they're still up there. They're like still 24. Yeah. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. no more. I mean, I guess side icons are crazy, but they're no more. I mean, the Venom one is kind of a lazy. Not kind of. Like I'll be completely swap, honest. Yeah. As a Marvel fan, I'm not a fan of that piece. Right. I mean, if they would have sculpted the face and did the whole thing, that would yeah. be the right. thing. But, but I, 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 I don't I don't care about any of that. But then what is White Lantern? So White Lantern and Superman, you know, I paid, I think, 1500 for it. I mean, that's what that's what I had to do. Mm-hmm. I, did, I didn't open it up in a box of fun. So at the that weekend that's what i got um but nowadays would that have been i mean it's superman i would draw parallel venom have you that have you looked at worth, it has it gone that high uh, no, i don't know i never look at it i don't know nobody's I mean, I know gone. Like I, there, there's no sale. right right there's none for sale that's the thing right. is a lot of them if you look on ppg they won't exist there is no price right because they usually the, get especially the older pieces they'll get passed around between friends between mm-hmm, you know like a gentleman's agreement if you will and you'll never oh, yeah, see a price absolutely. that's true that's true i, I will not I bought, I, I bought mine off a of hall of famer you know that mm-hmm. they got it so yeah wow i don't i you know it's a it's a tough question yeah and i mean without the sales data it's hard to really make it but this all boils down to what it boils down to originally for all of us as collectors is what's it worth what's the supply what's, what's the demand? It worth what do you, to you right so what are you maybe, willing to maybe, sell it so for maybe, or what are you willing to spend on it maybe yeah. junot's helping or hurting the whole market i don't know it, well, it, yeah, without the sales, it's hard to say. Yeah, he's both. Out there, he's out there going, I'm going to give you four grand because he has a mission. He's having fun with it. And he's just, he has it. Good for him. I don't begrudge that at all. I think it's great. Right. Um, and he's, and maybe that's what it takes to get it to move. It's like, I'm going to throw so much money that you can't say no. Like, it's worth more than your collection. What does he have now? Like six of them? Seven? I don't know. A lot of them. A lot of them. It just this makes you the guy that I was about talking about the other way by the or other yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's got the yeah. clockwork chase. He's got the golden tube. Oh, no, he's he's got the all the high powered. I mean, but he's paid for them all. Yeah. I mean, this is a story of getting them early. He's gone in late. He started collecting late and he's gone yeah. out and he's decided to buy them all. To add to late. boot, Juno's good a good him. guy. You know, yeah. he yeah. off he offered everybody rides at San Diego Comic Con. He has a um, luxury car service. For those that oh, don't nice. know that are listening, nice. and he yeah. offered rides to all the fanatics for free. Yep, I didn't know that. Really cool. Yeah. Well, now you tell me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he advertised he it in a couple but, of the groups but, on. They didn't have Uncrustables in the car. That's true. Not like <laughs> our. Uh, yeah, it's a geek together story with Fernando, Gary, and I eating Uncrustables in our Uber to the to the fun day line. But anyway, um, okay. <laughs> well, very good. Tell us, we've talked a lot about Funko. Let's talk about some of the other things you collect. Um, mm. obvi- obviously, if you ever listen to Geek Together, Tiny Ghost and Bim Toy comes up a lot. Um, yeah. I we're know trying to, we're, tra- we're trying to make the Bim Toy Hall of Fame someday. 
I I think if they ever have one, you will be inductees <laughs> two and three, followed by Reese one probably. But um, yeah, I I definitely could see that. And you guys put I know put a lot of work into that. Obviously, you mm-hmm. did uh, a couple weekends ago at New York Comic Con with the Ghost Nation party, which was awesome. Um, but what else? What else are you collecting? So besides those two fandoms. So yeah, want? it's it's gone a little bit crazy. So I'm big into the loyal subjects. The mini. I don't know if you guys are familiar with loyal subjects characters. They're mm-hmm. uh, they're like mini uh, articulated figures, but only the Masters of the Universe line. And I have okay. all those, all the C28s, everything. So isn't have, there, aren't there even like one on ones on those? Yeah. Okay. I haven't done that crazy, and I know where they are. <laughs> And I know they're gold one of ones, but they're just painted gold. Right. I, but you just, you actually have at least one of those, right? No, no, I do not. Oh, no. I thought you there's, did. It's only one He-Man from every retailer. There's one Orco. That's the only two that they've released. But there's one per retailer, and there's only okay. one in existence of each one. Gotcha. Uh, I know where they are. Of course you do. You no. Know? Um, <laughs> and, and and I have you know I have good friends that have them, but I'm just not willing to pay what it would take. Right, I, I just not, not, not going to happen. But I do have the C twenty eight, which is their uh, twenty eight in existence of the of the mini. So that's that's one line I collect a lot of. Um, Christina um, collects anything Doctor Who. So the the Kawaii Titan minis, the Titans, the you name it. We but again, like all things Doctor Who, none of them are expensive. <laughs> it's like so easy. Good for her then. Yeah, so I, yeah. easy. It's so easy. It's not. I don't know what it. I don't know what it is with middle-aged white guys and Masters of the Universe reliving their childhood, but man, we put too much money. We kill each other on price, man. It's insane. Um, I collect the um, DC statues by Chris Yaminga and Chrissy Zulu. Mm-hmm. I like those two artists a lot, so I have all those. Very cool. Um, I have a ton of Masters of the Universe stuff. Mattel, Super 7, their reaction figures. Um, I collect Flash Comics. Uh, Freddy's now. Well, that's that's Funko, I guess. Um, <laughs> that's like the epitome of Funko. Um, I started dab- I started dabbling in Figpin. I took just a hit, you know, at New York. Yes, you did. <laughs> uh, Hard not see. to, I imagine. Uh, I, I collect uh, sideshow mm-hmm. statues for Masters of the Universe. Um, so I have like all the Skeletor, the He Man, the Shira, and all that stuff. So a little bit of everything. Um, you know, those aren't no. And only thing that's hard to get is. Um, Again, the loyal subjects T28s were tough to collect those because, um, of course, I didn't pull any of them. I had to buy them all aftermarket. Um, and the uh, and then the, the Funko stuff's hard to get in, in some places, but in the Protos and one in twenty fours. But everything else, like size, so you just pre order you get it, you know. But uh, but they're beautiful. Nice, very good. Um, how about non toys? Is there anything you collect that is is not toy related? Not really. I can't think of anything that shoes? I collect. Kicks? No, I, I don't do much. shoes. No. Good for no, you. I, mean, I don't I, either. <laughs> I, I, I inadvertently have lots of shoes. <laughs> it's not, not uh, a collection of shoes. Yeah. Um, but but I'm not, you know, I'm not I'm not even trying to mess with that. I've seen those drops, man. I ain't messing with that stuff. Hardcore, man. I, that's that's yeah. that that applies very well. That's why they do so well in Funko, because it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Do you have any sports stuff like jerseys or anything like that? You know, I I, I have collected. Um, I wouldn't say collected. Well, actually, you know, I take it back. I have a massive. Uh, I haven't collected in a long time, but I do have a football card collection. Oh, nice! nice. Yeah, from when from when I was a kid, and I still have the binders. Um, oh, sweet! Yep, I saw my um, basketball cards from when I was a teenager, uh, and back in the glory years of the Cowboys. So I have uh, uh, the one claim of fame is I have every single Emmett Smith rookie card ever made. Oh, that's oh. awesome! And that's I still cool. have, and I still have that. 
Right. Um, and then I have a bunch of other cards like Walter Payton rookies, Dan Marino's, Jim Kelly, Brett Favre from all back then when I was mm-hmm. collecting Drew Bledsoe, mm-hmm. Tom Brady when it came out later. Um, so I have a bunch of cards, but I haven't bought any in forever. Yeah. My, my wife, you know, Christina, she'll buy me a box of cards every year in my stocking kind of thing. Right. You just, know? just for fun. Just to just for fun to open up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. That's cool though. So that's pretty much it. And then, and then to be honest with you, as far as like collecting uh, toys, like designer cons, probably the worst place for an OCD collector <laughs> addict. <laughs> so I have like a ton of like things around here. Like I just bought Christina, this, this guy, the Jack of the dust does these skulls that he does. It's handmade. really cool. It's cool. Um, really neat. I, I've been getting every a few of these quicks figures that I just think are cool colorways that I'll buy. And the problem is the more you're in the community, they become things that are relatively hard to get for a lot of people. It becomes easy to get. So I'm standing right there anyway. And I'm like, Oh, that's kind of neat. And so I'll get it. <laughs> uh, you know, that kind of stuff, but I'm not like chasing after them kind of thing. Gotcha. Like I love the bait. Like, I don't know if anybody knows these, the Robotech figures by Huck G. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have those. yep. Love those things. They're, yeah, so, they're cool so cool. Looking. Yeah, yeah. So I get them every time they come out, you know, that kind yeah. of stuff. That's rad. And I fell for Janky's first quick Kickstarter, but I didn't go anywhere past that. <laughs> Done some customs on it, but that's it. Yeah. I don't know if you can see this or not, Damien. Speaking of cards, I- I've been cleaning up my collector room slash home office here. Can you see what this is? I know there's a lot of reflection. Yeah, it's a holographic. It's a, what is it though? Something. So yeah, flash. It's holographic. Oh, it's flash. Yeah. Oh, is it really? That's yeah, cool. it's a flash. This I have. I have is, a... What year? 1992 series one. I have a. I have Deathstroke from that series in the hologram. No, That's Lobo. Cool. Lobo. Sorry, Lobo. There is one thing. If anybody sees it, that I'd like to get is the. Uh, there was. I guess it got discontinued, but Figpin did a DC run, and I have the rest of the DC run except for Flash. Of course. And that's the only one that they just don't make anymore, apparently, of course, right? Right, right. It's the only place I've seen it is on eBay for like $200 or $300, and that's hard. Does Gary yeah. know anybody that might be able to link you up with somebody that has it? I mean, obviously, uh, he's either. the first person I can think of. So, Well, I think Damien knows people, too. and yeah. Oh, I, total, I totally asked Yoko about it in line. Right. And, <laughs> <laughs> and what she, what, did she give you a smart-ass answer, or did she give you a sincere answer? No, she gave me the, I'm really busy right now, so I'm going to give you an answer real quick, because there's people behind you. Gotcha. Well, yeah. Which is totally understandable. That's Figpin anymore, <laughs> which is a good thing because Figpin's pretty sweet. All right. I have two more questions. Um, does anybody else have anything before I ask anymore? No. Shoot away, sir. Okay. I want to know. Um, my first question is it, it, Do you have any display recommendations for your collectibles? Anything you would recommend? Somebody's like, I'm looking to display them somehow. How should I display them? What would you tell them? Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, it's all personal preference. It changes if you're completely out of box or if you're in box or, you know, whatever. I would say in box, don't stack them from the floor on top of each other. That compresses the boxes below and they fall over and they get damaged. We're looking at you, Nate. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. I mean, I have the same thing going on in this. this I, I, had early, a, I have yeah. a, I don't know if you've seen my pictures for like the Fanatic of the Week stuff, but I have kind of a hybrid where I took all my Batmans and stuff out of box and stood them in front of the boxes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I got the art of the boxes, which I really like. So take advantage of that. Plus, it gives me a place to keep the boxes without being stored somewhere and riding away. Um, and so, I don't know. Um, it all comes, and then my wife, what she does, because she doesn't use any boxes or anything, she just takes them out of box, and she bought these shelves from floor to ceiling, basically, and puts them all up there. Um, some of them are hard to stand, 
and they fall over if you don't have the kind of the, <laughs> she has to put like a little poster putty on their shoes and stuff like that to keep them going right and it's always something that for me when the one thing i'll say the nice benefit of being out of box is you tend not to worry about order but if mm. you're in box and you have to start ordering is like i like i'm dealing with my uh fantastic plastic collection right now every time they add a new one i gotta ship the whole thing over well and especially since they like the uh what was it the tiki's they skipped a whole bunch of numbers so you got to move yeah. them all the so time yeah be... yeah that's just the ocd kicking in that's all but i mean i get it either i have, I I have the same problem yeah I, I like my x-men collection i'm the same way with the boxes and yeah they'll release like these dark oh they have so many different dark phoenix now and it's like you have to move them to get them all yeah i, I can relate is what i'm saying um my final question then thank you by the way but my final question is do you just have any any overall advice for anybody who is either collecting now or even thinking about starting collecting? What what would you tell that person with, you know, knowing how great and how awesome your collection is? What would you tell them if they were just starting out? Yeah, I would just say be patient. Don't expect everything to be easy. I mean, the number one thing that probably is a pet peeve of mine is when people get on the forums or anywhere and they get mad one. They uh, miss a drop and they act like it's the end of the freaking world. I'm going to sell my collection. <laughs> I'm going to sell my collection. They get, yeah. or they get like the one, they get lucky one time and get something easy and they assume it's going to be easy like that forever. And then they get mad that people are selling it for a higher price and they go on this religious war against flippers, um, which by the way, I'm not one that likes the overt flipping as much as the next guy, but it's going to happen. Get over it. Like right. that's what keeps it going. Like I said, you can't be proud of your PPG and hate flippers. Because that's the only place that is driving the mm. market is that is aftermarket sales. Yep. Now it's fine to be annoyed with your guy that goes and buys out the hot topic to try to make four dollars. Fine, it's annoying. <laughs> but, but, it's three seventy eight. Thank you. But you weren't going to get that one anyway because you weren't there early enough to beat them. And if you do care that much, then get there earlier. That's what I, I said, right, guys? It's about yeah. the time. Yeah. Well, and, and, and what you want. And Damien on Geek Together, by the way, this is actually just a big plug for Geek Together, has said multiple times, if you want something, you got to put in the work. And I mean, like you said, it makes it a lot easier these days compared to what it did back in the day, standing in line or, you know, being up at midnight to buy something online. But you got to put in the work if that's something you actually truly want. Totally get it. Yep. I'm out of questions. What else do you guys have? I don't have anything more. <laughs> Sounds no, like a court case. He's covered everything. Cool. Well, well Damien, thank you for sharing your extensive knowledge and ideas with us. We uh, we really appreciate it. We we actually really appreciate your collection too. It, you know, we look at it and start drooling. At least I do. Um, I'm glad you don't display it a whole lot. I don't know if you saw. <laughs> yeah, he has this tiny ghost collection I saw recently, and I just you know fell over in my chair and had to get back up. And people at work were like, "What are you doing?" Because edibles. it was. <laughs> You're doing edibles. Well, they're all doing edibles too, so it's it's not that weird, right? It's a Colorado. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's uh, it's That's phenomenal. Right. I and uh, I know you've uh, you've helped me out. I know you've uh, either with advice or actually with purchases. So thank you for that. And uh, yeah, keep it going if you would. We'll give you a chance to do some plugs later. But I think it's uh, it's uh, what's the term? I'm, I don't want to say toilet time, but it's something like that. <laughs> Please don't say toilet games again because that just sounds nasty. <laughs> toilet time, toilet games, <laughs> toilet time. <laughs> So, Joey, are you ready? It is game time. We're just going to call it game time from okay. now on. I'll I think I think that. everybody here is okay with that. I'll Toilet time. Uh, all right. So, this week's game is called Tree Fitty Over Tree Under. Fitty. Tree Fitty. That's, a, uh, of course, a nod to the uh, famous South Park episode with the Loch Ness Monster. 
which I'm sure Clint got that. Uh, I hope everybody else got the reference as oh, well. I definitely got it. All right, so what I'm going to do, uh, first of all, the point system, we're going back to where everybody starts off with 10 points and you get an option to bet how many points you want that you'll know the question will be, that you'll get the question right, I guess I should say. Damien, uh, real quick, have you heard that? Heard this play at this kind of game before? Uh, no, sorry, I'm trying okay, to... Okay, so, <laughs> so instead of you know starting at zero and gaining points, you start with 10 points and you wager as many points as you want uh, before no. the question is asked. And then whoever has the most points at the end. So you have to pick a category and or you kind of get to know what it's about. It's kind of like the Daily Double on Jeopardy, I guess. So you kind of test your 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 confidence. Yes. And the game is called 350. All right, let's sorry, I wanted to make sure I was clear. Please continue, Joey. Okay. So uh, this week's game is gonna be about the longest running television shows. So I'm gonna give you an episode, uh, excuse me, a um a TV show, and you're gonna tell me whether their total number of episodes is over or under 350. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds good. So, uh, Damien, you are starting off, and you, again, start off with 10 points. So how many would you like to wager right. for round one? So I have no idea what's about it. I just know it's long running, longest-running television shows. And I Correct. Wager some points. I'll wager two. Two good points. About, yeah. Okay. I'll go for, yeah. Your show is Law and Order Special Victims oh Unit. God. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess well, if it cool. came to me, it would have been a softball. So, do you actually know? Well, okay, never mind. I'll ask you that afterwards if you actually know the answer. <laughs> I mean, I've watched SVU in hotels at night. <laughs> or the only on because I don't have Netflix. Do you, did you bust out the black light after watching the episode? You learn early on in your life, don't bust out black lights in hotels. Ignorance is bliss at times. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, just, just, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. What do you think? Over or under tree fitty? What's the, what's so is my, so over or under? Yeah. I'm going to say over. That is correct. It is. All right. 462 and counting. And counting, yeah. Wow. So, so you have 12 points now. Okay. Very good. Ryan, you're next. How many points would you like to wager? I'll go with three. I was hoping seven. Three points. It's not the fun cast number, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Your television show is Gunsmoke. Oh. Over. Wait, do you have, do you have years on that? I'm just curious. Yeah, but I'm not going to tell them the years because then it'll tell them how many episodes yeah, possible. Oh, well, yeah, what year would <laughs> yeah. that, sorry, they're right. On, but you, what year dingus, did it start? <laughs> no, dingus. I'm not giving anybody any information. This yeah, is yeah, my dingus. Me, what it, <laughs> okay. when it, when it started, when it ended, and how many episodes were average per season? <laughs> anyway, he answered your question. He, said, you over. said over, right? Yeah. You said over? Yes. That is correct. It was actually one of the longest running series. Uh, it held yeah. the title for a while. It's uh, 635. Oh, Only recently eclipsed by The Simpsons. I hope I get that one. Well, that's easy. You can't have that one <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. I had a feeling it wasn't in there. Yeah. All right. Nate, you are up, sir. Uh, we'll go with two points. Two points. Two points. Lassie. Hmm. Does he I'm get bonuses saying... if he says how many dogs there were in the show? <laughs> How many way they went through? I'm gonna say under. It come. It came in at 
591 <laughs> episodes. Wow. I would have thought under two. Wow. How many dogs did they go through? They seriously yeah. went through like 14 or something. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's a lot. What's then. that, Timmy? <laughs> I'm wondering, did Lassie go through more Lassies or did the Dukes of Hazard go through more General Lees? <laughs> that would be my question. That's an interesting question. You should find that. Out. I, I would actually be curious to know. I know because you could fix up it anyway. Interesting. Sorry, Nate. Clint. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go three. Three points. Your television show is Family Guy. Oh, Family Guy is over. No, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's over. Incorrect. It's under. Oh, it's oh, under. I was going to say like 332. I knew it was a 300. Damn it. All right. Well, the three is not my number. It was close, though. I knew, I knew they were over 300. That's why I was like, yeah, it's there, but. All right, fair enough. Damien, back to all you, right, sir. Right, How many points right. would you like to wager? So I'm playing with the house's money now. So I'm gonna you have go, 12. I'm going to go four. Four. The original NCIS. How does he get all these uh, <laughs> cop drama shows? No, it's just, going on here? just the go, way it falls, my man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go yeah. under. 382 episodes. Oh, oh so close. Oh, so close. Eight. That was close. I feel your pain. Ryan, yes. how many points would you like to wager? Let's go four. The same thing. He's a copycat. <laughs> I like to gamble. Gray's Anatomy. Ugh. Over. Too many is the answer. <laughs> the <laughs> correct answer is actually 346. Oh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but... But he played. Uh, he played basically like Final Jeopardy. He's still one point ahead of me. So. He is right, still well, one point ahead. Well, so um, <laughs> that was close, though. Was wow. that? Does that yeah, include every episode close. on the current season, or just episodes that have aired so far? It says to present on Wikipedia. You want to argue with somebody? Go contact Wikipedia. I know. I, was about I just to say, know you're arguing. Why are you trying to start Wait, a fight? Oh, man? Okay, you better give me two minutes. I'm going to go in Wikipedia and I'll change it. How right. dare you challenge Joey? Yes. I wasn't going to challenge you. the challenger. Uh, Nate, your turn. <laughs> Nate, <laughs> how many points would you like to wager, sir? Uh, we'll stick with two. Two points. American Dad. I'm going to stay stay with under. Yeah, I would too. I would 276. Yeah. You are correct. You are back. Because the family even guy to was 10. where it was. Family yeah, guy was higher, yeah. I, was, right. I was thinking family guy, and I was like, mm, they yeah. started later than family guy, so. Good call. Yeah. Clintonius. Yes, sir. Clintonius. How many points would you like to wager? Oh, I got to do that, huh? Uh, we'll do three. Try to get it even again. Three points. The original CSI. Over. <laughs> 337. Oh! Not as close as mine would be off, but yeah, it's still pretty close. Tough. That's tough. That's the second tough. Anyway. All right. So after two rounds, Damien has eight points. Ryan has nine. Nate has ten. And Clint has four. All right. Screw Damien. you, Nate. Screw you. Yeah. All right. I'm going uh, – I'm an eight to ten. I'm going to go uh, four points again. Four points. ER. Ooh. Uh, over. Be-doo, be-doo. 331. Oh, oh man. 
These are so close. These are evil. You know, the crappy yeah. thing about that is that the reason why I went over is because I thought, I swear I had to deal with that on TV for way too long. Right. <laughs> like I just, thought it was too because it was on like I, yeah, I four was different networks too. or something. Really, yeah, it was. Yeah, I was yeah, on ever. Ever. Four. All right, well. All right. Ryan, yes. how many points would you like to wager? I have nine right now. Correct. I will wager three. Three. Your TV show is The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. The hell show is that? I'm going to say, I've never even uh, heard of it. I, I know the show. Do you <laughs> so know what I show this is, Nate? I I recognize the name, but I don't know it, know it. Hell, I have no idea. Um, so it, it, yeah. It's one of those old black and white shows. Apparently. Uh, under. Oh, I would have gone over, just because of the question. Yeah, it's... 435. Yeah, man. Any of those black and white shows from back then when they didn't cancel shows and there was four? Well, right. Okay. Yeah, How many many episodes was Lassie again? 500 and something. That's crazy. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Nate, how many points are you going to wager? Two. I'm going to stick with two. Two. Your TV show is Bonanza. Oh, I knew this one. It's got to be over. It's way over. It is over. It's four hundred and thirty-one. Yeah. I was thinking like eight hundred, but yeah, okay, that's cool. It, it's it, it was before <laughs> The Simpsons was the longest running from a oh, yeah. time oh, yeah. standpoint. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. right. I'm sure. thinking of a few more shows that haven't come up yet, so we'll see if they pop up on this. On on your question, on your Joey, yeah. I'm going everything, all four. <laughs> all four. So you're gonna eliminate yourself, probably. Okay. I have a fifty-fifty chance. So your television show is. Dallas. Oh, <laughs> the original one. I was yeah, going to say, this one favorite. hasn't come up yet. That was one of them that was the original one. Wow. Hey, who shot JR? We still don't know. Over. It is over. 357. <sighs> Jesus. <Just barely>. <laughs> I knew it was going to be close, but wow. All right. So I'm back in the game. All right. All right. Damien, you have four points. Ryan has six. Nate has 12. Clint has eight going into round four. Right. How many Screw would you, you like to wager? Nate. Screw you, how many Clint. Round, how, many, how many rounds are there? Five rounds. Oh, then I got to go all in. Four. I got to push. I got to eliminate myself here. Okay. Or come back. Your television show is Knott's Landing. Oh, God. <laughs> that was my reaction, actually. Knott's Landing. Wasn't that a... I don't even know what that show was. I mean, I know it's another name. one of those Dallas type of shows. Yeah, it's like, like the 80s. Evening soap opera type deal. Oh, man. I wish I could help you, but I actually have no clue. I have no idea which way to go here. You got a 50-50 shot. Uh, 50-50, I'm going to go under. The correct number of episodes is 344. Oh, yeah, nice. Hey. Still in it. Yes. Yep. Ryan. Uh, all, all I went by was that Knott's Landing was no Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. Uh, three. Three. Yeah. If you get this right, you will take the lead over Damien. And Nate. Oh, over me, yes. Yeah, Nate's got 10. Yeah. Nate's got 12. Well, man, he's got 12. Don't, don't disrespect Nate like that. Your episode, <laughs> or your television show, excuse me, is... Criminal Minds. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> it's, it's no SVU. <laughs> I used to watch some of them, not religiously, but I, I really don't know how many seasons they had. It's a fun yeah. show. Yeah. When I, when I caught it, it's fun. 
I'm going to say under. 314. You are correct. I was was thinking under as well. They're still on right now. So I guess the seasons are, with these newer shows, they're like shorter, right? Ever since the writers strike. Seasons, yeah. Yeah. I hope they give you Supernatural next round, you know? Just saying. saying. You hope you get what next round? (laughs) Supernatural. I know that one. It is the, literally the next one on the list. You son of a. So now I've got to <laughs> skip it. You can swear you if you want to skip it, Ryan or Nate. It's Nate's question. Yeah, but he didn't wager how many points it was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, so, that was also kind of your bad, Mr. Host, because you said that. Yeah, it is. I'm blaming it on the pain meds. Here we go. Nate, how many <laughs> points you want to wager on the next one? Let's go six. Oh, dude. <laughs> and for, for the it. first time, this podcast we have our first king of the hill reference we we were actually talking about that while you were gone that that yeah. show's going to come up yeah pain we didn't look it up though we probably should have not pain accessories yeah i'm gonna say under i would say over 259 oh good job wow you have now taken a resounding lead of 18 points and clint that actually should have been your question yeah, so I, but I would have well, been. Out of wrong. But, but we're math. We're mathematically limited. Oh no, Clint's not. I am. I'm all in then. Well, I guess not really. Not really. No, we still have one more round. So that's true. I mean, Clint, like, I'm all in. But how points. many are you going to wager? Eight. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. My three sons. <laughs> I love your face, Clint. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You're the first person to tell him that <laughs> ever, and I'm married. Wow. wow. That, that's not true. Ava's done it a couple of times. Anyway. Um, my three so sons. She was just trying to get Dorbs out of you. It's worked. <laughs> <laughs> Under. It's one of them old black and white shows, Clint. Uh, three hundred and eighty. You I'm are out. out. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah, man. Nah, you, broke okay. the, you broke the betting rules there. You know, old show. It's on Nick right, yeah, I, it was on Nick and Knight for years. I so, don't remember it at all, but that's fine. I'm now, not about it. Now, going into round five, everybody's technically still alive because Damien, you have eight points. Ryan has nine and Nate has 18. But if Ryan wagers nine and gets it right, then Nate is forced to do something. Can he wager zero? No. Okay. Got to wager something. So he's at how much? 18 right now? He's at 18. I'm at 18. And I'm at nine and I'm at eight, right? Correct. All right. All right, fine. Well, I'm going to go all in. Because that's the only chance I have. Yeah, eight. Your show is the original Hawaii Five O. Brian, you know guys, I was going to say, if you asked me, I wouldn't know either. You could ask. I could I, call my dad. My dad would probably. Know. My dad's a huge fan of I'm going to say under. That would be my guess. Two hundred seventy-nine. Nice. I would have guessed under too. Yeah. Yep. All right, so I'm at least smelling victory. It's right there. All right, Ryan. It's up to Ryan to push this, though. Some strategy is needed can, right so now. Can we, get, can we get a point recap? Damien's at 16. Damien's at 16. Ryan has 9, and Nate has 18. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So Ryan is all in. Drop so basically, if Ryan, if, Ryan doesn't, if Ryan doesn't get this, Nate's winning. Nate's the automatic winner. That's right. Yeah. Well, Nate, Nate could still wager. Why would, he more, why would he wager more than two? I'm not saying he was or going one. to. It'd be dumb. Yeah. He's not on the edibles, so I don't think he will. <laughs> yeah, but he's Chinese, and Chinese people like to gamble. 
I do said like that. I had nothing to do with that. Gamble. There's no, he's not. <laughs> he's like, I ain't touching that. Sorry. No. Nope. Would, would the gambling take precedent or the math equation there? <laughs> I'd fail. I both. didn't say that part, but that's a good point, David. <laughs> Although which Nate's one, not very good at math, so he's not. I'm not good at math, but I love Chinese gambling. Person. Uh, so, he's about as good as math as uh, Clint is at geography. So that should right. tell you something right there. Like I understand exactly what. Hey, that cram means. it up, okay? <laughs> Ryan. Yes. Your television show, Big Bang Theory. Ooh. Oh. Oh. I think I I know my guess, obviously. Hmm. Over. The correct answer is 279. Ooh, okay. I thought they reached 300. Oh, man. So our oh, winner with 18 points is Nathaniel. Give me a question anyway. Since you, uh, okay. since you Joey, did you have MASH at all on that list? Um, because I feel like MASH should have been up there. Uh, the WWE. Case- so Raw, Raw is the longest running episodic TV show in history. Which one? Raw. R-A? No, or Raw. R-A-W. WWE. Monday, Monday Night Raw. Oh. Does that count as a TV show? Wrestling right. is not counted as a TV show. Well, it's, I guess it is like a... It is kind of a soap opera for guys. It's episodic. So Surprise, it still it's also falls fake. into that. So. It's still episodic. <laughs> I'm just saying. But MASH, I feel, shouldn't have, yeah, should have been in there. Way high, I think. Yeah, no MASH is high. It was one of... At the time... Before it got canceled, it was the highest, right? Mash is two fifty six. I was just way off with all episode guesses. Mash way was off. in like syndication forever. That's why it feels like oh. it was on forever. Yeah, I'm telling you, The Simpsons I think holds the record right it now. Does. And yeah. before that, it was Gunsmoke. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, Joey, good game. That was yeah. fun. That was a good that call. Was, that, that was screw fun. you, Nate. Nate congratulations you. on your yeah, win. I did it. Uh, Damien, good job coming in second. Uh, the secondary heroes would be proud of you, I'm sure. So shout That's out what I was going for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know you were. So you did your goal. Well done, sir. Um, before we wrap things up, uh, again, a little housekeeping here. Dorksman, or excuse me, at the underscore Dorksman on Instagram and Twitter. Dorksman at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out to us. Feel free to interact with us on our SoundCloud feed. When we post episodes, we will respond because we like seeing what you guys think or your responses to these games, etc. Damien, tell us some of the best ways to reach you and your endeavors, please. Sure thing. Thank you, Clint. Uh, so you can reach us on Twitter at geek underscore together or on Instagram at geek together pod. Um, we are trying to become more consistent in drops. So you'll see our, our podcast hit usually Tuesdays, 75%, but we're burdened with having to travel to all these cons all the time. So sometimes uh, things uh, get in the way. But like, same thing. The world's smallest violin. <laughs> tough life. It's a tough. It's a rough life. Somebody's got to go have these experiences to share. Somebody's got to uh, do it so Clint can have some formal. There. So I can be sad yeah, about it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, we we try to keep regular. Uh, you know, I think uh, you know. So we have our next episode that Clint was on. Um, uh, I'll be dropping on Tuesday, where it's we're kind of talking about uh, San Diego Comic Con sales. Um, so it'll be the day after this one. So it's good timing. So if you're listening to this, yeah. then tomorrow. Um, you could listen to us talk about uh, the grind of the returning uh, registration for San Diego, decons upcoming, and Christina's announcement on the LE number of her Dahlia figure um, and Very how you cool. can get decon. Very cool. Uh, awesome. I, I, also, Emerald City Comic Con tickets go on sale Wednesday. 
With, as we as we discovered mid chat, yes, yes, <laughs> we thought we all missed it. So <laughs> no, we, we all we thought we all missed it, but then we realized we were all staring at our phones and we hadn't seen all of our friends posting getting them, so we knew that we didn't. We were okay, yeah, we were okay. Um, so I mean, I, that might be a good it, absolutely, guys. If you haven't listened to Geek Together, regardless if I'm on it or not, uh, it's great. I love <laughs> the it's better uh, actually, when he's not on it. And, and I was I actually gonna say I love the interview series where Christina and Damien interview a lot of people who are very big players in this collective community so please make sure you're listening to those as well uh reese o'brien's interview is still one of my favorites but that doesn't mean the rest of them are not great so geek together is definitely worth listening to and following wherever you listen and follow um and damien do you have any personal do you like anybody to follow uh no i think i think to stick it to geek together i mean you can find me pretty easily everywhere at d cooper fl yep um and christina's cc customs pops everywhere um that you can find her and we um, it, 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 we wanted to break up the Geek Together squad to make sure you guys weren't attached to the hip. So we will have Christina yeah. on at some point because I know she's a wealth of information. And we're not even going to talk customs. So it'll be great. I'm really excited <laughs> for when that happens. So, um, Damien, I know you listen regularly. Again, thank you for coming on the show. We'd love to have mm-hmm. you. No, that's fine. Um, thank you. We all have sign-offs. Do you have a sign-off? I prepared? do not. You know that? No? No? Yeah, I should know that. You're right. Well, think one up. We'll come to you last. But again, everyone, thank you again for listening to the Four Dorksmen. We will catch you next time. And as always, word, homies. Good night and good luck. That's my secret. I'm always angry. Please, no gang signs. And cowboys suck. <laughs> Thanks again. Yeah. Bang. I, 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 just, I just announced my divorce. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff.